0: Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX is the veil now streaming only on Hulu. Bill C eleven. it's been very controversial, it seems on on some levels and just kind of, I suppose, maybe for some expected on on, on others. And uh, just a, a really recent headline. Uh, Bill C11s has passed the Senate with amendments. And what, you know, the big question is, what does it mean for Canadian creators? And we have Brad Danks here with us, who's written on this, who's uh, thought about it a great deal, it seems to me, CEO of OTV Network. He uh, was also instrumental in initiating OMG's international expansion, developing platform partnerships with Amazon, Apple, Roku, Comcast, Cox, Tubian, TV, and Z. He's also an adjunct professor of law at the University of Victoria. Brad, thanks for joining us here on the Roy Green show today. It's uh, nice to have you.
1: Hey, great to great to be here today and uh, great to be with you, David.
0: So, I, I, I um Brad, when I started to dig into this, I just I I I had an article that was sent to me a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Senator David Adams um spoke very passionately uh, about this bill just a few weeks back. It was sent to me by somebody I know and trust dearly. And I started to read it and I just went, hang on a minute here. I need to step back and go and read the bill. And as crazy as this sounds, Brad, I actually did. Um, and I'm, I'm not, I'm not a lawyer and you know, it's hard to get through, right? The language and so on. Can you right. give us some context here and some perspective on this?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, let me do the, let me back up. Um our broadcasting system really, you go back to the 1990s, most of the current legislation was started when cable business started to take off. So in the 1990s, from the 80s, we went from about 50 channels in Canada to 500. Right. And as a result, um, the CRTC brought in a lot of rules to deal with that issue. Because as soon as you go to 500 channels, you're going to have issues amongst the content players. And, and those issues then are the same now. So the cable business topped out in Canada about 2012. And ever since then, the gradual development of online platforms as distributors has taken place. Uh, You know, that all started with Netflix, really, in 2007. They came to Canada, I believe, 2009. And that sort of direct-to-consumer online model started to emerge. And it all really accelerated. I mean, back then, the government said, well, we're going to look at this. But we're going to, you know, we're not going to do anything yet. And they brought in an order that said that they would leave this, which even though this is in their jurisdiction, they would leave it alone until a future date. Well, over the last two, three years, the government, of course, and the, the regulator has been looking at, OK, well, now it's time. And what really happened is in 2019, Disney Plus launched and they basically said, OK, we're moving. to Sturman. And the other U.S. studios piled in behind them. And you also have the big tech giants, the Amazons, the Apples, and the Roku. So we have a situation in the industry where half our business remains in the traditional linear system, which we expect to be around for a while longer. But everybody knows that the online platforms are very much the future. So the core of C11 is about saying, okay, now it's time. Canadian services are going to be distributed by online platforms. We expect the same issues that arise within the broadcasting system will eventually arise on these online platforms. And those are really four things. The first is, will Canadian services get access? The second is, uh, will they get paid fairly? The third is, will they be marketed or will there be discoverability of them? And finally, if there's a dispute between them, will that be resolved? Now, a lot of people don't know this, but, you know, day to day, what the CRTC deals with the most are usually disputes between carriers and content services. Hmm. So most of the you know, country would be familiar with the hearings and such, but think of the CRTC as an iceberg. And what the public sees above is sure. the bigger hearings, the bigger questions. But the day to day is very much disputes between uh, services and carriers. And, of course, the problem is multiplied in the online environment because you've got, you know, millions and millions of services. And, you know, what the government did not do here, which a lot of people say they're doing, is they did not say these online platforms cannot come into Canada. In fact, the, the elegance, I would say, of the legislation is that it says to them, okay, we get it, you're here, you're gonna be distributing. We just want you to do some things here. We want you to, again, carry Canadian services, treat them properly, market them properly. And then the final part, and this is where the controversy begins, is we also want you to pay into the system. And that's something that we've had in Canada forever in our system. And the idea is that if you're a distributor of content, you have a huge benefit because you don't have to make the content. The product is the content. You're not the product, it's the distributor. So as a benefit of that, the money you make, you have to put some of your revenues back into a fund that we can use to give money to a lot of what we call public good or public access broadcasting, because not all broadcasting, you know, has a total commercial advantage. A lot of the important services for various reasons, whether it's news, information, you know, whatever, are public goods. And, you know, that's the same in Canada, same in the U.S., I mean, sure. Six o'clock news in the U.S. is a condition of license. It's not. It's something that well, the American broadcasters have to do, and and this is you know very common across the world.
0: We have a couple callers, and I think um, if you're okay with it, Brad, I'm going to go to Robert. He's from Thornhill, Ontario, uh, and and uh, had I either has something to say or a question. Robert, are you with us online?
2: Uh, yes, sir, and thank you for taking my call.
0: Yeah, thanks for joining us.
2: Um, my question is this: um, Would the nation of Quebec accept? A ruling from the CRTC that defines what is uh, Canadian uh, Canadian uh, input.
1: You mean Canadian content or Canadian? Content?
2: No, Canadian content. I'm sorry, that's the right word.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a really good question because the Canadian content issue has become confused. Let me take a step back. Um, as part of the legislation, when it's passed, assuming it gets passed, the CRTC is going to get a directive from the government, and one of those things is going to be to review. A lot of people have wanted to pull that forward. The current Canadian content rules do not include any specific definition of culture. They've done that on purpose because it's such a controversial thing. What it includes on the cultural side is what they call the point system. You have to include a lot of Canadian elements in it. And this causes a lot of confusion around the country. You might have seen recently Margaret Atwood and some people stood up against this and said bureaucrats are going to be deciding what is Canadian culture. Now that's only if it's changed. If the current legislation stays the same, and there's a lot of good reasons to argue it should, and you've just raised one of them. Um, so um, I guess I guess the answer here is that maybe the threat of of how Quebec would feel. You know, my concern about that is the same that Margaret Atwood and the senator have expressed. If you have to Show your scripts and your stuff to the government prior to making the show. It creates a real bogged down process. And, you know, and I just I don't agree with that. So I'm not sure if I'm answering your question. Do you want to follow up on that?
2: Uh, no. Um, the question is, we have. Uh, well, this is a beef of mine. OK, we have a, <clears throat> a cabinet minister from Quebec who is mm-hmm. putting through this law with Pablo Rodriguez. So he's going to mm-hmm. impose this law on the rest of Canada. And my question is, well, how's going to read? Uh, my thinking was, what is Quebec going to say about it? And uh, I, I think it's a, it's a tricky uh, situation.
1: Yeah, I mean, the one thing to remember is there's not that much change going on with this. This is really about taking a lot of the rules we have in the current system and then bringing them over into the online environment. Quebec is, has, has, you know, has dealt with that. There have been, you know, groups in Quebec that have wanted. More stringent uh, rules put in for sure. Some of them have been arguing for things uh, around the algorithm and other stuff, but that's been a smaller group. Um, you know, I think Pablo's got a tough job as uh, going, between, going between. I think he's handled it very well. But uh, so far, I think that the vast majority of the Quebec industry understands that you know they have to move the industry to the future, and that this overall is you know is a good bill for them.
0: Robert, thank thank you for joining us on the Roy Green Show today, and for your questions, super important, and, and, and pre, 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 appreciate that. We do have Bill on the line as well, and um, I, I just I want to see if we can get to this idea of uh, of of well, it's it's regulation, uh, really. It seems to me, and really, when at the end of the day, aren't we really talking about individual expression, Brad? Isn't this about freedom, isn't this what is the greatest concern or the footnote around this bill that says, hang on a minute here, you don't get to determine what I get to talk about? Isn't, isn't that the biggie?
1: I don't think it is. And here's why. Yeah, yeah, go. The, there's nothing in the bill that stops anybody from making anything. Okay, Where the bill does get narrow is around the Canadian content definition is really about not what can be made, but what we incentivize. a mm. system in Canada that that's we good. created uh, in the 90s where we said, if you make a show, a film or TV episode a certain way, then you get access to the highest level of tax credits. Right. And it's a hybrid policy. Essentially, it's got two parts. And the first part, the one that's not talked about at all, which is, I think, the most important, is that the Canadian company owns the copyright and therefore is able to, Distribute the show and earn the income back on it within the marketplace. The second part is the point system that I just alluded to. The two have worked really well together to build the industry that we have now. On the uh, you know from the 1990s forward, but nobody nobody is saying I get to decide. I mean, we make a lot of shows that have TV that are not Canadian content for whatever reason. We make them in different countries. We make them. And, and in a way they won't qualify and we'll say we're going to make it anyways because it's right. commercially viable. Right. Nobody says you can't make that. You're a Canadian network that's not even contemplated within the legislation. The right. real question comes down to is what do we incentivize and give additional benefits to or requirements? And that's a, you know, it's a, narrowest, that's a narrow area, but nobody's saying you can't make this type of show. Right. I mean, you know, I mean,
0: it's- well, and I think that yeah. Oh, I'm glad, I'm glad, I'm glad we went there because I think that's super important. Because even in in the most recent article I was reading, uh, it it talked a little bit about you know this idea of individual expression being restricted. And so so thanks thanks for that uh, the insight and the clarification. Bill uh, from Toronto is uh, with us, and I'm going to say he's on line one. Uh, Bill, are you with us? Yeah, I'm here. Thank, thanks for joining us on the Roy Green Show today. Uh, have, have you got a question or a comment?
2: Yeah, I do. Um, my understanding is Google is now limited 4% of Canadian uh, users to uh, Canadian news content. Um, and they refuse that they're not going to pay any, uh, any fees or whatever. But I, I guess my real concern is when I go and I Google something and I'm looking for Canadian news. I always get driven to the CBC, CTV, Global, and you know I, I don't consume mainstream media. I just I, I don't I don't trust it. I, I have to go looking for my own stuff. So I I can't understand why Google's, you know that's what they drive us to. Now four percent of us they're preventing us from getting it.
1: Well, uh, first of all, you're referring to another bill, not the one we're talking about. The bill you're referring to is Bill C-18, which is the other online news bill. It's a good and thing we guys,
0: got a lawyer on the call, Brad. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Uh, I, would, confess, I
0: wouldn't have known that.
2: Maybe we've just got too much government in a period. <laughs>
0: right.
1: Well, the one thing I'll say, Bill, is that if it was just Canada, you could say that. But every country in the world right now, including the United States, is taking a very hard look at the role that, the big tech companies play within the news and information sphere. I um, mean, the Americans are, are having hearings on this constantly. And I think it's just a matter of where we are right now in terms of the growth of these platforms and an understanding of the importance. And, you know, back to your query question, it's a really important one. I mean, Google says that what they are serving up to you are the most popular links when you're asking for something. And, and Google, Google became the leader in search. By, by moving in that direction and saying, we're just going to give what's the most popular, so. Um, but again, the whole algorithm issue is another one too that you know we may or may not want to discuss today. I'm happy to discuss what I know about it. But that would be the only thing I can answer back to you. And and you say too much government, but what what most of us in the industry are saying is in order to have a competitive business, in order to keep different businesses, including independent services going, <laughs> We do need a level of regulation to ensure there's fairness regarding all these issues, including, and, and I think the big one with Google is the payment portion, because the argument with both Google and Facebook is they're taking a huge amount of the revenue, but they're not producing the content. Mm-hmm. And that's sort of the crux of that issue.
0: Bill, thank well, you for joining us on, uh, today on the show and for raising a couple of issues. And uh, we're, we're gonna make a note of it and, and, and maybe we can address that on another show. Appreciate your time today, Bill. Brad, you know, we don't have time for this. And this is classic uh, David Peck, you know, asked that big question as you know, your guest is walking out the door to get home in time for dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, is there, has there been a, uh, and you're going to have about 32 and a half seconds to, to go on this one, but has there been a massive misunderstanding on this, Bill, in your mind?
1: Yeah, I think so. Absolutely. Okay. And, you know, ninety five percent of the revenue is in the traditional business. That's the one the bill's really for and huh. and five percent is the the online people and they've got ninety five percent of the oxygen and and right. it's sort of a complete reversal in my view. There right. there is a misunderstanding. Right. What the government's doing here is the same that they're doing in the UK and doing in other countries that, It's appropriate, and it's it's time for it. The bill may not be perfect. In fact, I have things I'd like added to it, but it's it's the right step at the right time.
0: If you want to hear more, subscribe to the Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.